I am Thomas Solomon, and you are listening to the VO2 Podcast. Learning to eat to be ready to go again starts with adopting a healthy eating pattern. Then you can integrate sports nutrition, which includes understanding the timing of between session nutrition and the importance of eating carbohydrate to replenish glycogen and eating protein to increase muscle protein synthesis. To wrap up this delicious nutritional journey to recovery, I will examine the evidence behind the 3 to 1 carbohydrate to protein ratio that has ubiquitously infected the sports nutrition world. Eating carbohydrate combined with protein for recovery boosts glycogen synthesis and the anabolic effect of protein ingestion. How? Well, firstly, because amino acids from ingested digested protein helps sugars released from ingested carbohydrate get absorbed in the intestine. Secondly, because the additional insulin response triggered by the influx of sugar and amino acids increases the rate of muscle glucose uptake and protein synthesis while decreasing protein breakdown compared to when either nutrient is ingested alone. Win-win. In the early 1990s, it was first shown that in the two hours following glycogen-depleting cycling, carbohydrate plus protein ingestion further increased insulin secretion and better restored muscle glycogen levels than carbohydrate or protein alone. This additional insulin stimulus and glycogen resynthesis found by combining carbohydrate at a rate of 0.8 grams per kilo per hour with protein at a rate of 0.4 grams per kilo per hour has been confirmed in subsequent work. But there is an important nuance to this synergistic effect. Follow-up studies have found that increasing the load of carbohydrate in the carbohydrate-only trials up to 1.2 grams per kilo per hour to match the total caloric intake of carbohydrate plus protein trials increases glycogen resynthesis rates that match those found following carbohydrate plus protein strategies. Two further studies have also shown that adding protein to this higher carbohydrate load, that is adding 0.4 grams per kilo per hour of protein on top of 1.2 grams per kilo per hour of carbohydrate, does not further increase glycogen following low to moderate intensity exercise. This suggests there is a limit to the effectiveness of glucose ingestion for rapidly restoring glycogen following an easy effort session. However, adding protein to the higher carbohydrate load has been shown to boost glycogen resynthesis following high intensity interval training. So, it appears that total caloric intake from carbohydrate and protein is an important consideration for urgently getting ready to go again following a tough high-intensity workout. Besides a benefit to glycogen replenishment, studies also show that muscle protein synthesis is more greatly increased following both endurance exercise and resistance exercise when when carbohydrate and protein are co-ingested compared to either carbohydrate or protein alone. 
Similar work examining the effect of carbohydrate plus protein ingestion on exercise-induced muscle damage has found lower post-exercise creatine kinase, a blood marker of muscle damage, and lower feelings of muscle soreness with more rapid restoration of muscle function in the days following a muscle-damaging eccentric exercise bout when compared to carbohydrate or protein alone. While it is tempting to speculate that protein has these desired effects because of its anabolic muscle protein synthesis powers after exercise, a meta-analysis published in 2014 found that increased muscle protein synthesis is not always found simultaneously with a measurable reduction in muscle damage or restoration of muscle function. As such, the precise mechanisms continue to be unravelled, particularly with recent advancements in methodology that now allows protein synthesis to be examined in different pools of muscle proteins, namely the myofibular proteins and the mitochondrial proteins can be studied in isolation. Furthermore, because the current evidence has largely been derived from using isolated carbohydrates, that is maltodextrin and fructose, etc., combined with isolated proteins like whey or milk protein, research scientists are also beginning to use whole foods in these investigations in order to increase the ecological, that is the real world, validity and the practical applicability of their findings. Recovery is about restoring performance. For that reason, tests of muscle function are a more valid estimate of recovery than muscle damage, feelings of soreness, muscle glycogen levels, or even protein synthesis rates. Reducing damage, lessening soreness, maximizing glycogen, and ramping up protein synthesis are important recovery goals, but these variables tell us nothing about how your performance is ready to go again. In recent posts, I discussed the separate effects of carbohydrate intake and protein intake on subsequent performance outcomes. Research studies have also examined combined carbohydrate plus protein ingestion strategies on same-day performance outcomes following an earlier workout. These studies, which were systematically reviewed in 2013 and then meta-analyzed in 2020, show that better time to exhaustion and time trial endurance performance emerges when carbohydrate plus protein is ingested, either during and or following the earlier bout compared to carbohydrate alone. Interestingly, the meta-analysis also shows that when when the between session time is short, less than eight hours, there is little difference between carbohydrate and carbohydrate plus protein strategies on subsequent time to exhaustion. But when the recovery time is longer than 8 hours, a huge difference emerges favouring carbohydrate plus protein strategies. Furthermore, when post-exercise carbohydrate-only strategies provide the same total calories as a carbohydrate plus protein strategy, the performance benefits on the subsequent bout are about equal. How can you eat carbohydrate and protein-containing foods after exercise? Carbohydrate-containing foods are easy to consume because the Western culture has filled the shelves and snack foods with it. Protein is a little trickier. 
but with a little bit of knowledge, it too is easy to obtain. Aiming for healthy choices that provide nutrients should always be the overall goal, and distributing your caloric intake across the day is also sensible. As an athlete, distributing your carbohydrate and protein-containing foods across the day also helps you provide adequate levels of nutrients around your sessions. As described in my previous posts on carbohydrate and protein, there are lots of examples of carbohydrate and protein-containing snacks and meals that can be consumed at any meal of the day. For example, one serving, which is around 44 grams, of a Power Bar Recovery Mix Powder provides about 28 grams of carbohydrate plus 10 grams of protein. One 55-gram Power Bar Protein Plus Bar provides about 20 grams of carbohydrate and around 17 grams of protein. One cup of dry oats plus half a cup of low-fat milk plus one medium banana and half a tablespoon of honey provides you with 95 grams of carbohydrate and around 17 grams of protein. Or a half cup of, of rice, uncooked rice, half a cup of tofu, one cup of chopped broccoli with a tablespoon of soy sauce provides you with 85 grams of carbohydrate and about 20 grams of protein. Just like there are multiple routes to a healthy eating pattern, there are hundreds of wonderful foods you can combine to meet your carbohydrate and protein requirements and achieve your recovery goals, no matter how urgent you need to be ready to go again after your last workout. Food is brilliant. Embrace culinary knowledge and start your gustatory adventure today. What can you add to your recovery toolbox? If your urgency for recovery is high, it is recommended to combine carbohydrates and protein in your post-exercise window as soon after your session as is feasible. The evidence today indicates that consuming 1.2 grams per kilo body weight per hour of carbohydrate and 0.4 grams per kilo body weight per hour of protein are optimal dosing strategies for maximizing glycogen synthesis and protein synthesis rates during the post-exercise window. The numbers 1.2 and 0.4 are the magic digits that led to the 3 to 1 carbohydrate to protein ratio, the guidance that's often quoted by sports nutrition product marketing. As it turns out, after all these years, De La Soul was spot on. Three. That's the magic number. But there are some caveats. Always prioritise total daily nutrient intake before worrying about hourly grams per kilo rates of carbohydrate and protein ingestion. Don't become orthorexic by obsessing over grams and rates. This will create confusion and stress and you will lose sight of what is important. The suggested doses are evidence-informed guides, but they are not rules. Keep things simple by preparing and eating healthy snacks and meals that provide nutrients. If you find yourself getting nutritionally stressed, then go and listen to De La Soul. If your post-exercise urgency is high, i.e. your between-session period is less than 4-8 to eight hours, 
then you would be wise to start consuming carbohydrates and protein-containing snacks and meals soon after your first workout. If your post-exercise urgency is high and protein is not available, a slightly larger dose of carbohydrate will get you to the same glycogen level as a carbohydrate plus protein strategy. This is important because restoration of performance in your second bout of the day is related to muscle glycogen levels but not muscle protein synthesis rates. But if your post-exercise urgency to recover is low, i.e. your between-session period is more than 24 hours or even several days, then immediate post-exercise carbohydrate plus protein intake is not essential. Just stick to your healthy eating pattern which will provide you with adequate daily carbohydrate and protein intake that will restore glycogen and keep you in net protein balance in time for your next workout. Thanks for joining me for this final session on recovery nutrition. For a deeper dive into the effects of adding protein to carbohydrate on the recovery of endurance performance, I can recommend the systematic review Effects of Protein in Combination with Carbohydrate Supplements on Acute or Repeat Endurance Exercise Performance by Tom McClellan and colleagues. Until next time, keep eating smart to fuel your recovery and boost your training adaptations. If you are enjoying this free content, please subscribe to my updates, like and follow at VO2 on social media, and please also share these articles on your social media pages. If there are topics you'd like to know more about, then please drop me a line. If you would like to help keep this free content alive, please also consider buying me a beer by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash thomas.solomon. I occasionally mention brands and products but it is important to know that I am not sponsored by or receiving advertisement royalties from anyone. I have conducted biomedical research for which I have received research dollars from publicly funded national research councils and medical charities and also from private companies including Novo Nordisk Foundation, AstraZeneca, Amelin, the AP Muller Foundation and the Augustinus Foundation. These companies had no control over the research design, data analysis or publication outcomes of my work. Any recommendations I make are, and always will be, based on my own views and opinions shaped by the evidence. The information I provide is not medical advice. Before making any changes to your habits of daily living based on any information I provide, always ensure it is safe for you to do so and consult your doctor if you are unsure.